0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Tyler here. Uh, before the episode starts, real quick, uh, there's some audio issue going on. I don't know if it's on like, you know, my side of the end or um, anybody else's end on the uh, podcast or th- on this episode. So, just a little discram- disclaimer. It's a little, you know, a little something that we need to work on. But eventually, everything will get better. Hopefully, one day, uh, once everything is over and done with with this uh, COVID nineteen uh, crap, so we'll all be together in one room, but I really hope you guys enjoy this episode, uh, this episode was really, really fun to do, uh, we were just shooting the breeze towards the end of the, you know, our discussion about this film, so I hope you guys really enjoy this, uh, episode, so, um, and also one thing too, um, towards the end of the episode when we were done, uh, the audio cut out, What well, before I said, you know, subscribe, so, um, Just a little, like I said, it's a little something that we're technical issues are going on. But like I said, eventually it'll get better. But I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. And subscribe.
1: And they know, please. We're friends to the end. Remember? This is the end, friend.
2: To another podcast, another episode of podcast, friends to the end. Is everybody ready?
1: I'm ready. Let's go.
2: <laughs> I'm ready.
1: Glad to hear that.
2: Wait, where's my Which one right? of you stole
3: my candy bar?
2: Oh, there. You go. Hot, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right. So you guys know what we're doing today. Lord of Rings: The Two Towers. Let's,
1: Let's go. See. Yeah. yeah.
2: Super excited for this one. I saw I saw this movie twice today because this movie is I forgot how epic this movie was and I can't wait for us to get into it. But first, let's go to Lauren where our social media.
1: Our social media account is our Instagram page, which is Friends to the End, that podcast. That is F2 the End Podcast. And we have a lot of great stuff on our Instagram. Uh, Last week I posted a, for our first episode with um, Fellowship of the Ring, I posted a picture of the uh, Burger King toys that they had that were like some of the best Burger King toys they ever put out. Uh, And it was about Lord of the Rings. So uh, yeah, I try and uh, update it as, uh, as frequently as possible. So check it out and give us a follow. Sounds
2: good. Sounds good. All right, Tyler, where can people find us?
0: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course on the Anchor app. And please, guys, do us a favor: give us a five-star review on both Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. It really does help us out to push more content for you guys, so that way you can guys listen to us. Hey, so uh, go do that this, for us. This, please. this
2: show right here gets a for me gets a perfect ten if you know what, I, what that means. So that's,
1: that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> last hey. and not least, Matthew, <laughs> with our
2: schedule, please.
3: Today's schedule again, like Brandon said, we are going to be discussing Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, our favorite characters, or at least favorite characters of movies, our favorite parts of the movie, and just kind of anything, um, anything about the movie that stood out to us when we were younger, during first viewing, during current viewings, and just overall our rating of the film.
2: Sounds good. All right. So, are you guys ready for the movie of the week, which is from your one and only me?
1: Let's hear it. Let's
2: do it. All right. Yes. So this movie, I had to think about this, because you guys know me. I'm like I'm a, I'm a movie fan slash critic, so I, I picked the perfect movie. And honestly, this movie popped out because, weirdly, this movie was uh, – I'm pretty sure you guys remember around New Year's, where people had their top 10, uh, 2000, uh, 2000, uh, top 10 decade of 2010 movies.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And surprisingly, this movie was nowhere to find. I was shocked, because I remember when this movie yeah. came out, people were, were – we're saying it's like one of the best movies they've ever seen. So right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give give its credit and give give it the the fame it deserves right now. And that is Baby Driver.
0: That mm. is a great movie.
2: Hey, great choice. Fuck
1: <laughs> your baby. Fantastic movie. <laughs> Ah, uh, great so many great
2: lines in that movie <laughs> yeah cuz this movie actually did end up in my top 10 of the 2010 movies this movie came out in 2017 and this was like a surprising hit like nobody saw this coming like everybody remembered the trailers and everything Probably, like oh it's just another average movie but then when this movie came out it surprised a lot of people including me and i got now I got to admit too like i did like i did not go, go see this movie in theaters like i know i, I know it's bad for me bad on me but that's my bad, but I actually got I actually saw this movie on cable, and I literally like loved it, er, er, loved every single second of it.
1: It really gets better every time you watch it. Like I saw it in the theater and loved it, and it just got like more and more epic every time I, I rewatch it. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all I'm all with that.
3: I <laughs> yeah, I know for me, um, actually, this movie has a huge uh part of, is like a huge part of my life i love this film this would this is my i would say my first it was my favorite movie of the, like, the year the year it came out it was kind of tied with i believe blade runner 2049 came out the same year as well mm-hmm. but i mean i got to see a free preview of this movie about two months before it came out and i absolutely loved it i got to see a preview in los angeles mm-hmm. and it came with the poster and later when it came out in theaters i loved it so much i had to see it again i actually saw it in a dolby vision and i don't regret it and at all and
0: i love the movie and i own it on 4k nice nice i actually saw this movie in theaters too but uh right after i was watching uh annabelle (laughs) creation me and my brother snuck in and watched baby driver so so we did like a double (laughs) movie so
3: and the music you can't forget the soundtrack oh the 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 music oh it's so
1: great but yeah. This gig the soundtrack reminds, is amazing. It like, really reminds
2: me of Guardians of Galaxy. Honestly, when you think about it, like
1: it does. Yeah,
2: yeah. It has, it has the same concept, and, and same, like, and, and same yeah. like, um Story for the main character, pretty much, because this guy's not really a good. Guy. We think we think about he's not really a good guy. He's more like an hero. Like, he just does what he, what he just does what he does to survive in this world, which is world's pretty. This, this world's pretty crappy, by by his point of view. Like, you know, he just does what to survive. But then, like throughout the movie. Like he he sees all these bad criminals and what they do for for a living,
1: and he just wants to get out of this. Yeah, and he kind of gets like pushed into a job he doesn't want to do, but he kind of has to. Yeah, there are a lot of similarities with the uh, Guardians, as you mm-hmm. pointed out there.
2: Yes, and and then also Hopper himself is in this movie. If you guys know who he is, <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear, I swear, this, this actor got oh, yeah. play, always plays <laughs> a douche in every movie there is. I swear he does. Mm-hmm. And then, and of course, you can't go wrong with Jamie Fox. Like, like honestly, say like one of my favorite yep. actors out there. I, I think he's underrated, but I, I love him in this movie. Like, he plays he plays a douche, but he, but he does a great job at it. And uh, like, you could t- you could tell Jamie Fox loved this role because he put he put 110 in this movie. You could tell he did. Like, also other actors too in this movie, and also a love story. If you guys, if, you, if you folks out there love love stories, you're gonna mm-hmm. love this love story. It's very believable, and this is, this could actually happen. And Anybody's life when you look at it. Also, the main character shows that a second chance and second second chance can happen for if It happens for him. So
3: the the funny thing you mentioned this film, Brandon, is that um the first movie I had I saw like at my house with my with my girlfriend right now was Baby Driver, and she had never seen it before, and she was blown away by it. So you chose a great movie for this week.
2: Yep, that's me. yep, that's yeah. me, that's me right hey. there.
0: <laughs> Good choice.
2: All right, all right. <laughs> enough, enough of Baby Driver. It was a great movie. Everybody out there, go watch it as soon as possible, especially since everybody's quarantined right now. It's a perfect movie to check out if, if you got the chance to. Totally. So, all right, so who so who wants to go first into this uh, Lord of the Rings 2 Towers? I
1: guess I guess I can start. Um, all right. So, yeah, we're Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Uh, this came out in 2002. So, yeah, they're, they're all uh, – all the Lord of the Rings movies were – Um, released back to back, like they were all filmed at the exact same time. So I think the first one came out 2001 uh, and then this one was 2002 and then the third one was, was 2003. Um, But yeah, this one is like where things, you know, we we start to get introduced to new characters. You know, we, we finally get to see um, Gollum. He's no, he's no longer that shadowy figure that's always popping up and every once in a while, like we actually get to see him as a character now. Uh, and, of course, he's kind of like the highlight of the movie. And then, um, yeah, he so many so many uh, quotable lines yep. with, with Gollum. Um, also, we have to mention, I know he's a very minor character, but we have to mention that our good friend, um, let's see, uh, uh, Brad Dourif is in this movie, uh, also known as the voice of Chucky. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I kind of had to uh, mention that because, you know, Chucky and, you know, Brad Dorup of course, brought the, uh, uh, coined the phrase, friends to the end. So, yeah, I had to mention that there. Cool. Um, and he plays uh, Wormtongue, which I guess is like the, uh, he's kind of like the, um, the henchman of, of Saruman. Saruman, yeah. And, yeah, it's, not to be confused with uh, Wormtail from the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, yeah. Who, they're, they're kind of similar characters in a way, because, you know, they're both, uh, uh, like, kind of slimy characters that are the henchmen of the main villain of the movie. And they just happen to have, like, very similar names, too. But, uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. always good to see Brad Dorif in, in a movie, you, you know, outside of Chucky. Um, and, of course, our uh, our heroes in the movie have all kind of, like, split up and going their own directions uh, you know, so Frodo and Sam they're on their own journey, and uh, Merry and Pippin they come across like a giant talking tree who carries them around like throughout the whole movie. And uh, of course, he got uh, um, you know uh, Aragorn and you know and uh, Legolas, and they're they're off on their own journey. And then of course we cannot forget to mention that uh, Gandalf did not die or technically did not die in uh, the last movie he's resurrected as gandalf the white so yeah. uh that, that's a super epic scene in the very beginning of the movie where uh um yeah you know, he, he's uh falling in the pit and we get to like see where like what happens right after you know he fell in the pit from the uh, the last movie and see him a, uh, you know Fight that thing as they're all as they're like both falling down the uh the pit, it's like one of the most uh epic scenes in the movie, it's right at the ver- very beginning. So, yeah, I love that, but yeah, I want to let you guys talk about uh this movie. I'm sure you guys have a lot to say, so uh, I don't know. Anybody jump in and uh share your thoughts? All right, who's
3: next? I mean, I'll, I'll share some of my thoughts. I mean, I love this Matthew, film. Go ahead. Uh, one thing about the Lord of the Rings films, I feel like each one surpasses the one before it. And this one is no different. I love The Fellowship of the Ring. I love The Two Towers just as much, if not slightly more. There's just so many epic scenes about it. Like, like uh, Lauren was mentioning, kind of a recap of the film. There's just so many epic scenes um, in the movie. Um, I think my favorite character of this film, just because it's such a flawed and um, a very interesting character... Um, and also, the one of the first people, uh, one of the first films to believably convince you they're real through CGI is Gollum, aka um, Smeagol. and just like usually before, I feel like before this film, like there wasn't really a lot of CGI that was used, and if it was, it was very fake looking. But Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, uh, creation of of mm-hmm. and Gollum was just revolutionary and not just that the fact that they had such an amazing actor and character as uh, character actor as um, Andy Serkis to voice um, Gollum and to do his movements and everything like that his facial expressions all that just captured by one actor was just again just mind-blowing it had never been done before and that's why I would literally rank Andy Serkis as one of my favorite actors of all time because he can do so many things that many actors can't. I mean, if you've seen other Peter Jackson films like King Kong, he is the one who does like the movement of, of King Kong. And even if you see Star Wars, The Last Jedi, the greatest Star Wars film ever made, he is Snoke. You know, he's a voice of mm-hmm. him in the movement the motion capture of him such an a, he's such a gifted uh actor and not just that i'm so excited when the batman comes out matt uh, the new matt reeves film which is scheduled to come out next year because he's supposed to play alfred pennyworth so that'll be very interesting to see
1: yeah that should be mm-hmm. uh, pretty cool seeing him in a uh, an iconic role like that yeah mm-hmm.
3: and what's really cool about the film is that apparently um Bruce and a, a lot of the film is supposed to be based off of Bruce and Alfred's relationship and stuff like that. It's very complex, so I'm very excited to hear about and see that in the silver screen. Um, another thing about the film that I love, um, I just love just there's just so many epic scenes. Like I mean, you cannot forget like near the end, Helms Deep. This yeah. is an epic it's battle. Yeah. The first film had an epic battle, but I mean yeah. like you see cool. Helms Deep. Dude, that, that scene and even still to that, this day like that for me is the most like scary scene you just see like all the all your heroes up on the tower and you see all like the villains just on the opposite side and like they're so outnumbered you're like oh crap there's no way in hell these people are going to survive it's a suicide mission and you see them fighting literally for their lives and you even have orcs who are suicide bombers pretty much going to the gates and blowing themselves up just to get inside it's terrifying
1: Game of Thrones before of of part of the, uh, the yeah. movie right there
3: yeah I mean I, remember, I think there was a scene right it was like well there was like one orc that was like a suicide bomber and they were like it was some elf or somebody who was trying to shoot him down like oh, they oh, shot oh. him with an arrow and even still after getting shot he's still like is like has so much adrenaline he's still charging at the door to blow up it's like damn that was epic <laughs> But um, yeah, there's just so many other things. Again, like Lauren mentioned, you know the the return of Gandalf. But in this, and now he's Gandalf the White, and just to see how, like during this battle of Helm's Deep, everything was literally like they they had it lost, and all of a sudden he uh, Gandalf comes, and this huge light comes, like he's like Jesus, like the second coming of Jesus. Lights pouring everywhere. <laughs> the orcs, orchi are freaking out, and they are like behind. Gowned off is a he- even bigger army, outnumbering the bad, the villains, and just destroying them. Is what I feel is probably one of, if not the most iconic scenes in like film history. It's just ridiculous. Um, I love it, and later one of the scenes that also scared me a lot as a kid because I remember watching this movie a lot at my grandparents' house as a kid on VHS. Was uh, the exorcism of uh, Theoden, <laughs> the king
1: oh yeah some creepy old like crusty
3: like he looked like a ghost guy all evil and later he had his little his his little sidekick character Tongue, played by Brad Dourif and like he was such a creepy king like an evil king and I was always scared of him and later when Gownduff comes and encounters him like literally like takes out like the evil entity away from him to turn him into like the normal uh, king that he's supposed to be like a good character so like that terrified me a lot as a kid um but um there, again there's so many memorable moments um i don't want to take away all of them but I'll, I'll leave off with like two more one with being like with mary and pippin meeting the trees the Ents, and later like the Ents are like or mary and pippin are on, on the backs of the Ents and they're like kind of walking around the area going walking into battle that was really epic and um also, I think one of my favorite scenes also would have to be um, um, with uh, with Frodo and Sam when uh, Frodo's like and Sam like I feel like out of everybody they have it the hardest because it's just the two of them. They don't have these like hero characters to help them out, and if anything, they're also bringing along another character, Smeagol Gollum, with them, who is a very slying, like very mischievous character. And, like, there comes to a point where, like, the Nazgul are about to take Frodo, and he, Frodo's just had it. He's dealt with so much shit going on. Everybody's after him for the ring, and he's willing to, like give it all up because he just, he has no more strength, no more willpower. And he has such a passionate and great friend as Sam who's reminding him of his importance and that Sam is there t- to the end for him and that Frodo can't give up and that, you know, there's so much more... There's so much at stake and so much to fight for. And that fight and willpower will give him the strength to prolong. And that's why I feel like my favorite character, besides Legolas being like the cool heroic one, I feel like my second favorite or tied for favorite character in Lord of the Rings is Sam because he just has that, that hero. He he may not be like physically built like a hero, but I mean the actions he does and the things that he says makes him probably I feel like the strongest character in all of Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah. Yes, he. Is. <laughs> well, that's why his name is Sam Wise. He's the he is the Wise.
3: Uh, I and again, like um, I love this film on an initial watch, and I continue to love it every time I watch it. Such an amazing film. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, again, amazing movie, and um, I rate it seriously like a ten out of ten. This is like a perfect film. Mm-hmm. So, those are
0: my thoughts. All right, Ty,
2: you're next, or you want to make?
0: I agree, right. I agree to yep I got it. Uh I agree to that Matthew it is a 10 out of 10 movie um and also to spoil to everybody or uh, in case you guys heard the first episode of this but um this is actually my favorite 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 Lord of the Rings movie. I I there's no I mean return of the king when we when we get to talk about it, it it's a I mean all three of these movies are great. But this one, it's like, personally, for me, it's like my favorite out of the three movies. Um, the introduction, well, not really the introduction, because we saw a glimpse of Gollum in The in Fellowship. But seeing Gollum for the first time in this actual film, being in this film, really put a smile to my face. And I'm like, that. this is probably one of the reasons why this is my favorite. Because of him, and because not only of Gollum, it's also because of the action scenes. The the dialogue is great. Um, just every, this is kind of reminds me of Empire Strikes Back in a way, but in their own twist with what Peter Jackson did. And I think I I mean I can go on and on and on about this film, but I'll just keep it short. Um, all I can say, Gollum is my favorite character in this film <laughs> because. That was pretty
2: good.
3: Oh my god! Fuck! Fuck! Master, friend. That's enough. You're
0: a liar. You're freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My... <laughs> Uh I'm so, I'm sorry to I hope you don't. Matthew, but I had to I had to do it. I just I know I say reason. I
3: hope you don't impress the women go, with go, that go like ahead. that's your like pickup line like hey babe. Um I can uh, speak like Gollum. That's my When you're in the bedroom, ooh babe speak to me in Gollum. Oh, my <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, Matthew, why would you just put say. this on film? <laughs> <laughs> well the process.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Gollum, like I said, Gollum is my favorite character in this film. Second will be Sam. Sam in this film really brought everything out for Frodo to keep him going and keep fighting just because there's no like Matthew said, there's no heroes around, and Sam just keeps on telling him, like, keep fighting, keep fighting, keep going, keep going. I'm, I'm willing I'm willing to sacrifice myself for you to keep going, and um, that's why I said Sam Wise mm-hmm. is the MVP in all three films, and this one really, really put the spotlight on him, and in going into Return of the King when we talked about that uh, next week, but um, other than that, like I said, this is my favorite, favorite film. I can go on and on, I'm pretty sure everybody here can go on and on about it, but we're only doing, you know, the discussions right, that we're we going to talk about, so, Brandon, so, go
2: ahead. So, I have no problem with Tyler saying that this is his favorite of, of, of all three movies, like, Return of the King is my favorite, but this, like, two, the two Towers is easily a close second, like, very, very close. This movie is so, I forgot how epic this movie was, like, I can watch the the battle scene of Hell's Deep like multiple times like, over and over again because I can't believe this movie was made in 2002. Like 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 how was this movie made in 2002? Like this movie was ahead of its time when when you see the battle scenes and everything, like incredible. And I I agree too. This movie this movie um, yep. put Annie Circus in the spotlight because now look at him now he's a major star in Hollywood. Back then, he was just another actor, and people were like, "Oh yeah, he was good." But now he's everywhere. He's in the MCU, and he he's, he's he was also Caesar in the in Planet Apes, which is a which oh, is a good trilogy too. I like I that trilogy, and also he's gonna be in uh, Matt Reeves Batman with Alfred, and he's gonna be the director of Venom Two, which I'm looking forward to that movie the most. I want to see I want to see how this could push him towards the direct on the director's chair if, if, if this movie succeeds. Like I, I guarantee you, it, it, like Venom Two is not gonna be the only movie he's gonna direct if this movie is a, a success. So and also too, I, like, this movie is, I think to me, this movie is the funniest movie of all three of them. Honestly, And that's because G- Gimli, like, oh my, Gimli was ha- was making me laugh like the whole movie. Like, like, like the beginning of the movie, like the way, he, the, way um, Fro- the way um Legolas and Aragorn are running and he's just trying to catch up as as fast as he can. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying like, to touch my breath. I bruh. feel like when, when, he, <laughs> when he came on set, they just told him, Just be the funny, be the funniest character in the whole movie. Just 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 be the funniest person. Like just just try to be funny every time you're on the camera. And he was like, "Okay, fine, easy." Because literally every scene, yeah, every scene that he's, he's doing something funny. Like, was, even like that was one a win scene, for him. He has no lines at all. He's just eating. A, and drinking beer, and then uh, that just makes me laugh too, because he uses his beard as a napkin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like I like that one line that he says. Uh, I it might be I, I was watching the uh, extended version, so it may or may not be in the theatrical version. But there's one line where he was talking about how it's like, oh, there's no uh, uh, female dwarves. It's only sometimes they say that female dwarves oh, yeah. still have beards. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
1: yeah!
2: That
0: gets to me every first, time. But, um, he says
2: that, and Aragorn's like, 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 you can't tell between the female and the male. And Aragorn's like, it's the beards, it's the beards. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I got like, my favorite scene of Gimli, where when Air, everybody was like all like, epic and everything went for battle, and you just see his helmet. Like, I wish I picked out a better spot. <laughs> and I are like, "What's going on down there?" Like, 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 should I describe it to you, or should it, I bring you a box? Uh... <laughs> oh my! And then give, and then, I, and I like how this is the first of Legolas and Gimli of uh, counting their kills, which is incredible. It's incredible. I, I got, hey, Legolas, oh yes, I'm two this I am on seventeen. What? I got a little. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I kid you not. Oh I remind that, right, so right so that scene so many times. It's so funny. It's uh, classic. Like, like,
2: like, right now, I'm just praising Gimli's like character. Right now, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going on with him. And also, last one, last one. So then, I also love how Aragorn throws Gimli. Like, no, 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 don't tell the elf. Like, not a word. And he just throws Gimli towards the arch. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, yeah. Everybody's uh, like. Give me, everybody really shined in this film a lot. I I, I know it's n- n- none of you a holes mentioned him at all. <laughs> it's all right. Sorry, I have a tight a hole. Sorry, <laughs> I wanted you to have him. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Like, there's so much epic stuff we do. we try to keep track and everything. And also, too, like mm-hmm. the, then Brad Dourif, Brad Dourif himself as Worm Tongue, doing a great job, like sh- just, just showing that he's actually a great actor. He, like he's not just the voice of Chucky; he, he actually could do it all, when you give him the chance. And then I'm gonna go to the end with like, Helm's Deep, where epic, and mm-hmm. I love how the elves finally open their eyes, like saying, like, "Hey, we, we once battled together. Like, like we must do it again to survive." in this war, like, my men and elves should fight together as before. So, I, I love how the elves came to help, which, we all know, we all know, it, we all know what happens, that it was just tens of thousands orcs, like, should I just, add Helm's Deep, it's just too much, and like, they, like Matthew said earlier, there's also a suicide bomber that takes hits, and he doesn't carry it, his it, only job is to like, blow up the wall of Helm's Deep. And then, and then Mm-hmm. also too like who can forget Gandalf's um, epic scene where which, yeah. which a lot of movies like a co- like copy like ha having the armies like run down a hill when Gandalf brings reinforcements and then like literally the light like, like the light like, sh- like shines and blinds the orcs which is so epic yeah and then Treebeard Treebeard and Mary Pymus chemistry yep. is so great and then just seeing them and the tree army he- head towards um, Saruman's Saruman and take on take out the rest of the orcs and and right now like in this movie just like this movie just shows like the first one was a beginning this one was like how the men elves and er, not just the men and elves but everybody just like you know what we're not gonna go down easily we're gonna fight back that's how I see this movie is this, this movie is about everybody fighting back and we're not gonna go down easily and, everybody coming together yeah exactly. So yeah, this movie is the beginning of exactly. Return of the King. Return of King is the ultimate movie where it was like, okay, like we got a plan, let's execute it and we'll win this war. And, and then Two Towers is the beginning of that. Like, it's all work together and we just might survive and and in this world might might go back to normal. So this movie is a ten out of ten. Like, this movie is great and I recommend anybody go see this. I could go on and on, but I don't want to spoil this movie anymore. So, all right, that's my input on this movie cool oh (laughs) you ruins your
1: stupid fat hobbits (laughs) no um (laughs) yes so this came out um in 2002 as we as we said um and you know the lord of the rings movies they were planned to come or they were filmed um i think they were filmed in the late 90s and like they wrapped production with all three films in uh uh, the early two, uh, like by 2000, the year 2000. So, um, unfortunately, you know, of course in, um, yeah. 2001 was, uh, you know, September 11th mm-hmm. and that was the, the world trade center attack. When I was younger, I, um, I don't know about you guys, but it, it was very weird hearing like stuff in the the news about the twin towers collapsing. And then this other movie that comes out, that's called the two towers. Yeah. And I'll just like I thought I thought it was kind of like the same thing. I, I was I was kind of young. I didn't really know like what was going on. Um, it was I guess it was kind of unfortunate for the movie. I mean they already had it planned and everything, and and then all of a sudden it's going to be affiliated with this terrible um, disaster. Um, but yeah, do, do you guys remember anything like that? Um, uh, being kind of confused like you know the two mo- the the two towers coming out at the same time like nine eleven happened or honestly like I I didn't really like.
2: Here, about then you know I, like we were all like young so it's like
1: yeah but yeah i
2: know i didn't hear any negative press on it like maybe there was but it was it didn't affect the movie at all because this movie still yeah movie still made bank
1: yeah exactly thinking,
2: it's not like there's like literally like two towers like that
1: no like, I, yeah i, I know I, I just i was thinking of it from like you know, my five-year-old perspective i was like like oh they're, they're always talking about the twin towers and then there's this other movie that's called the two towers yeah. that comes out i didn't really like um differentiate the two i i, I thought it was yeah. kind of like the same thing everybody was talking about i
2: mm-hmm. said okay well, I'll go ahead, go go ahead.
0: yeah i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. really hear anything about that. i mean like brandon said and like lauren said as well we're all pretty young I, I believe around this time i was like either in third grade still or maybe going into fourth grade i'm not too sure but no, I didn't really hear yeah. anything about, like you know, any negativity towards this film. You know, at you know at that time because of nine eleven, they're like, oh yeah, this is called the two towers, and you know,
1: may- yeah, that's I just a kind of thought I wanted to, to bring down, up because like, uh, deep into this. Yeah, well, it, it's kind of ironic, you know, that being that the title is the two towers, and then you know that's like the you know the biggest disaster of the uh, uh to start the the millennium and everything. So uh yeah, no, I I thought it was just kind of a. Uh, interesting that, you know, it would yeah. come out around the, the same time, but uh, I don't know, Matthew, did you have anything, or um...
3: Well, I think, like, the other guys, like, I, I didn't really affiliate it with, at all with the, the incident yeah. that happened, you know, um, but I feel like there's, if anything, um, there was even more hype for this film, because the, the fellowship did really well in theaters, oh, and yeah. it was, it was, it was such a moneymaker, and, like, everybody just loved it, even people who weren't fans of fantasy it's kind of like nowadays game of thrones were like before game of thrones lord of the rings hadn't been around for a long time because they came out in the early 2000s but then game of thrones came up came out and all these people who are not only like fans of like fantasy uh fantasy tv and movies uh but like just normal everyday like tv viewers got into the show and i feel like that's what lord of the rings did but before game of thrones during its time and again with the two towers it it just got Lord of the Rings just got even more popular because again it was another successful film and it was made really well both uh, acting and directing and story as well as
1: just financially. Totally, yeah. Another thing I thought was um, when going back to like when when I was kind of younger um, and the, this movie was coming out uh, and then I I saw all these posters with uh with Gollum on it. You know he was he kind of like the new popular character and I. At the time, I thought he was just kind of like a ripoff of Dobby from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because those—I think those movies came out the exact same oh year God, too. Yes. So it was like the second Harry Potter movie and the second Lord of the Rings movie, and they both had this uh, yes. this little uh, creature well, with. They, they kind of had like similar skin tones and everything, and they would always—they're very mischievous. And you know, I think I watched uh, Harry Potter first, and then you know, eventually, I watched Two Towers. And it's just like like this guy's just a rip-off of Dobby, but you know, I didn't know that you know, <laughs> Lord of the Rings was around long before oh. uh, uh Harry Potter.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's funny it's funny you mention that Lauren, like people do say a lot. Even parody even parody shows on YouTube and everywhere in the channel, they all say that they all made jokes how Harry Potter just copied Lord of the Rings like so much. Like there's even a clip where Voldemort like literally says, like, Oh oh so you put your soul into an item. Like, can I copy that times eleven? And like, like you, cough Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not, not to mention, we already mentioned that uh, you know there's a character in Lord yeah. of the Rings called War, uh, Worm Tongue, yeah. and he's like the, the the slimy, creepy henchman of the villain in that series. And then in Harry Potter, there's Warm Tail and he's the slimy, creepy henchman of, of Voldemort in those movies. So yeah, JK Rowling took a lot of uh uh inspiration yeah. um you know from J. R. R. Tolkien. It's a kind way that's <laughs> a kind way of
0: saying it Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I also believe like around that time, I believe Harry Potter came out in November of that year, and I think the next mm-hmm. month was December, and I think two Towers came out in December, if I remember. Because no, because the Chamber Secrets came out on November seventeenth of that year, and I think Two Towers came out on December thirteenth. Because the reason why I'm bringing those two dates up, because my brother was born on that day in November, and then my biological dad at the time, his birthday was on the thirteenth, so it's kind of. Reminiscence to like my family ties and to this mm-hmm. like two films that were out. Let's see. Out yeah. That year. Uh,
1: yeah. Harry Potter was November and then uh Lord of the Rings was December. So, yeah, they were very close to each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what
2: do you guys think? Like what was that battle between Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah. like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm oh, gonna Lord do, like, hot take. People, people, people who are Harry Potter fans are gonna, probably gonna hate me after what I, what I say right now. And it's like, I'm sorry, it's like, I tried, like, I watched the first one, I watched the second one, they were really good films, but the other ones, I was like, it just lost me, because Lord of the Rings just, like, had a big story, like, the both movie, both franchises had big stories, but I think Lord of the Rings did, like, a, a better pace, and and also, too, I, I, it runs re- it re- it re- it re- my gears, too, when I hear more examples. Like, like Lauren brought more examples how Harry Potter like, copied a lot of stuff from Lord of the Rings. So, it's like, and then, like, like Lauren said in a nice way, like, like it, it was an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's all I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, like, like, Lord of the Rings is my third favorite franchise, and... Star Wars is my second favorite because I I was born I was born and raised in Star Wars. Like I watched Star Wars very very young, but how it is like I gotta say this Star Wars fans, if you meet people who who think Lord of the Rings are better is better than Star Wars, just just let them have it. Like honestly, both franchises are are so great. Like I think we can all get along. Like both franchises are great, but like even though we all agree here that I rather watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy than the Disney trilogy, honestly
1: definitely but <laughs> well, i mean I, I like i like uh, yeah, yeah. the um harry potter oh, franchise dude. a lot um you know of course there's a you know of course there's gonna be you know issues with, with that series as well i i, I love it um mm-hmm. but i also like i love lord of the rings too so i'm good with all the different types of franchises yeah. out. There. at least uh uh you know lord of the rings star wars harry potter okay. um Marvel, you know all the ones we've kind of been talking about in, in these past couple episodes here. But <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, by the
2: way, oh yeah. by the way, everybody, MCU is my favorite franchise. So, oh, <laughs> jump, jump the mic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I'll save my questions for Return the King once once we're all done and to to the final conclusion. I'm gonna ask every single one of you. And you guys can ask me the same question, but I will keep that for next week. So, um, so I think for I think for everybody here, I don't know about you, Brandon, or for everybody, uh, does does this does this for you guys? Well, Arias, Arias, your said guys it, favorite Return of King, uh, is my the three favorite, but movies, this is a
2: close second. Like, if like, Return of King barely beat this movie out, just only because like the third one has so many quotable quote. Well, quotable quotes that never will never die that like who can forget like, Frodo. like and then just like that, that scene what happens and then also too i think return of king like, like the stakes are super super high in return of king like at the time people didn't know if you didn't read the books people had no idea what's gonna happen who was safe like everybody it looked like everybody was on the chopping block in the return of king that's what I, that's what that's what my point of view is
1: I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Two towers, even though I I really like the movie, I think it is probably gonna be my my least favorite of the trilogy. Whoa. Just because you know, Fellowship, I have, uh, I I just have so many great memories with with that movie that I used to I watch that one all the time. And then uh, Return of the King may or may not be my favorite of the series. We'll eventually get to that, but. <laughs> So two tower that unfortunately makes two towers, you know, the bottom of the list, but it's, it's a, it's three okay. movies. That's really like one big movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't think it's really fair to, uh, you know, to kind of rank it. Cause it's kind of yeah. like, like you're, you're watching a, um, a great movie. say like the, the dark It's like, did you like the first, you know, 30 minutes, the second 30 minutes mm-hmm. or the third 30 minutes, you know, the movie <laughs> Something like that. It's like, it's all one movie. You kind of have to watch it all together. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, if I have to say, like, which one is my least favorite of the the trilogy, then, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be the um, uh, two towers. <laughs> I,
3: I think for me, um, it's tied for, like, my favorite, but I would give the slightest upper hand to Return of the King, but this one is very close. This is neck and neck. I love this film, but I feel like the only reason why this one isn't my favorite necessarily is because I feel like Return just has so many more memorable moments but as far as like a well-made film with l- the least amount of plot holes I feel like this is the best made film it's not my favorite but I feel like gets the best made film out of the
2: three I, I 100% agree with what Matthew said like like this movie is excellent but Return King has okay. more memorable scenes I, I, I believe
0: hmm
1: hmm
2: That's a good question. Okay,
0: yeah, I just want to ask you guys that question because, um, yeah, because this is by far like my favorite. Like, I mean, all three films are great. Like, I can't complain about like this whole series, this whole film, in one big movie.
1: But yeah, I just want to you ask you guys your opinion that question because you I think can this is my your favorite. Opinion, all you
2: want, dude. It's your opinion. Oh yeah. All, all three...
0: Absolutely. Also
2: earlier too, before, uh, when when, uh, when uh, you does anybody have anything with, else to say? Uh, Smig- um, Smiggle in bed, uh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't this part.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, no, okay. You can, you can blame Matthew on no. that. <laughs> Brandon, I'm
3: giving, I'm g- Brandon, I'm giving you ideas to spice up your uh, your personal life.
2: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not, no, not going to take advice Bandy don't listen to him How's, <laughs> I, I'm surprised you guys didn't see this quote In, in, in the bed scene Give it to us <laughs> And wiggle it <laughs> And you keep nasty Hips <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's so many great moments in this film, especially with yeah. Gollum. I was just thinking, right- Gollum just brings out in this movie. I was just years thinking years right now, if time we time.
3: ever went to a Halloween party we're in the future so, and all four so of us were invited, we should dress up like characters from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 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 and Tyler, you have to be Gollum because of your voice.
2: <laughs> <He is>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I what see the that muscles, scene like, in, in, in parodies of how girls are, are like dead. I don't want to see that. They give it to us raw and wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> I still see that scene to the yeah. day. Like, <laughs> oh, man.
0: So Guard for life. <laughs> uh... Sorry, guys. We're just sorry, guys. Listening, we're shooting the breeze right now. You know, yeah. totally.
2: uh, like right but now. This is why we have a podcast. We're so we're shooting, shooting the breeze. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause laughter is the best medicine.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And uh, before we end the episode, guys, uh, I just want to let everybody know that uh, I was on a uh, mm-hmm. a special podcast uh, this past week. Uh, it's called uh, Ring Rest Radio with my good friends, uh, Brandon Galvin, Mike Chiari, and uh, Donna Wood. Uh, they do cover on wrestling like WWE, NXT, AEW. So if you guys want to go ahead and check them out, uh, they're really cool friends. I talk to them every day. Um, on Twitter, um, Twitter is in the making right now. So I just want to let everybody know that I will be making a Twitter account for the friends to the end so you guys can hear us out. And we're, we're going to discuss and, you know, catch up on episodes. I'll retweet, tweet everything out. But I just want to give them a shout out because they were so good to me. And and I felt like they are the quintessential guys that you want to listen if you guys are a wrestling fans. So. Oh, Tyler! Uh, that on on that if similar they note they were, of wrestling, really I saw before himself. we started so our podcast
3: today. I saw the funniest meme that's related to WWE. Um, it had the 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 faction, the Shield, and later um, for uh, what what's his name for Dean Ambrose, it says pulled out of WWE. For uh, for Roman Reigns, says pulled out of WrestleMania, and for Seth Rollins, said never pulls out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, 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 I also, I also oh, said you, a similar. Uh, you gotta send that to like me. Sef- you have to send that more, to did, me. Did, did sperm <laughs> sperm did more harm to E than AEW has, <laughs> which is true. Which is true though. Uh, the, the man Becky Lynch is a huge part of the merchandise. Uh, to be a big loss, honestly.
3: So is this the first? Is this the first man to have a baby? Then, yeah. Or... <laughs> I, I,
0: hope I, too. I, I I I believe. I believe. <laughs> the man the, mom. the the man becomes the mom. <laughs> Basically, and then Seth becomes the woman. Still, <laughs> our but, Instagram account I mean, like, is uh, F 2 the is end is Podcast.
1: And we post stuff regularly, so give us a follow and uh, like all of our our pictures and everything. And, uh, yeah, we post a lot of good stuff, so check it out. Awesome. And, guys, you can
0: follow us and listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and, of course, on the Anchor app, and give us a five-star review on both Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. Uh, We'll see you all next.